Hey guys, and welcome to the new episode of Automated Seller Podcast. Today I have a new guest, Clydas. Hi, Clydas. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Jacob? I'm good. Thank you. So me and Clydas, we've met actually in Vilnius on an Amazon conference. I know, Clydas, that you are running the Amazon agency called AMZ Beast, that you are a CEO and founder. But before we jump to actually Amazon Beast and what you guys are offering what are your services i would love to hear first about your story before that um how did you actually started this company what's your past what's your experience with e-commerce overall yeah uh, first of all thank you for for having me uh it's uh, always always uh, great uh, to speak at uh, podcasts um i started working with amazon uh, or e-commerce uh, about eight years ago uh Technically speaking, how old are you actually? I'm, I'm 24. So technically, 24. <laughs> tw technically speaking, technically speaking, I've uh, I've been doing what my team is doing now for a third of my life. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so if, you know, if you look at relevant uh, relevancy, you know, um, so I, I started this when I was still a teenager. Um, my parents, they uh own uh, owned uh a party shop chain here in Lithuania the biggest one and they created a new company they created a new brand and uh, they started manufacturing their own very specific unique product with uh, at that time uh, 400 SKUs and they needed somebody to kind of launch it in, in, into the broader waters uh, somewhere else, uh, not just in Lithuania, because we are yeah. a country of 3 million people and it's a very small country. So they launched it on Amazon. And as you know, it, it, most of you as sellers know that uh, it's a marketplace that requires a lot of attention, especially with 400 SKUs. Uh, they uh, hired me, they promoted me to e-commerce manager manager of a uh, department of one um and i started uh, managing their store uh, uploading listings adjusting everything advertising uh uploaded everything to ebay etsy kind of oh, created so the fundamentals from, there from day one also putting this uh, those products on different marketplaces yeah, yeah, not only yeah. amazon mm -hmm. yeah so so it's you know ebay etsy but amazon always was the biggest one and we focused on it mainly and eventually we kind of left the other markets to kind of. But you were selling this. actually outside of Lithuania, right? Or Amazon was there yeah. from day one. Uh, for my parents' company, the one that we were selling on Amazon, that's the from not from day one because it took two years to develop the products and everything. Yeah. And it's a it's a they they are a manufacturer. Uh, they're selling their branded products to Australia, to Japan, mm -hmm. to Canada, America, all around the globe. And Amazon is just one of the channels, a big one at this point, but it was one of the channels. So I grew that that brand to seven figures in a couple of years, uh, learned my own fundamentals, understood how everything works. Uh, unfortunately, didn't have enough money to buy courses because at that time it was only, you know, $5,000 for a course. And oh, wow. uh, it's uh, de definitely a lot of money, not for my uh, salary at that time. So I had to learn everything myself. And in a couple, it took me a long time, but uh, I managed it. And uh, after school, I joined the military. We have the voluntary nine-month service here in Lithuania. 
Mm-hmm. While in military, I was you mean, uh, after still... school. That was after high school, right? Before after uni. high school, yeah. I, after high school, uh, I joined the military for nine months of training, got my specialization, and even during that time, I was still working with with Amazon. <laughs> wow. Uh, were you actually it, allowed to do so? Like, so I, we were allowed to have our phones. So what I did, I left my computer at my parents' house running twenty four seven, and I just <laughs> logged in through uh, through like uh, TeamViewer and other programs yeah. from my phone on free time, oh, wow. and uh, and and ra- ra- ran the business just from my a phone. Full dedication. I mean, it's super tough to do it, yeah, right? Like exactly. The was, small everything. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a challenge, but. After that, after military, I started university. Uh, unfortunately, that uh, kind of part of my life uh, was very, very short. I only studied mm-hmm. for uh, one semester. What did you uh, start to study? Uh, informatics, uh, computer so science. Like computer, uh, computer programming, science. Programming, mathematical yeah. analysis. Same, same, as, same, as, same as me. There you go. It's also, the, also the, the best started. one. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you can get good fundamentals from there. And the... Uh, Basically, my thought was when I was, uh, you know, a bit younger, when I was 19 years old after military, is uh, you cannot be just a student, right? You have to be a student and like you need to do something mm-hmm. else. So whether you're in the aside, student yeah. council, whether you work something okay. for me, Amazon, you know, working at my parents' company, I didn't get a high salary. It's it's uh, was basically just to help my family business right and uh, on the first month of uh, my studies on september and the september 23rd i spoke at one of the largest meetups to date in lithuania uh, and basically I, I spoke about the technical aspects so like what i did to grow uh, that brand to seven figures i think at that point it was multiple seven figures mm-hmm. uh, what did, what did i do to grow that brand and people liked it and slowly began my consultant uh, service provider career, uh, if we can say that. Uh, started consulting, Why, started you helping. Were a student also. Yeah, right? I was in, I, I was in university sitting in mathematical analysis class, yeah. and I was creating A plus contents and uploading listings and fixing technical <laughs> issues, catalog issues, and uh, that's awesome. I love managing it. advertising, and and slowly, um, slowly it grew into an agency. I mm-hmm. started getting like started uh, creating offers and getting clients for full management, not just mm-hmm. weekly or monthly advertising optimizations, things like that. And uh, as I didn't have enough time for work and it was already paying off quite well because the results came quite quickly because, mm-hmm. uh, well, people here in Lithuania, they didn't have that much of a choice with who to work with. So in the beginning, I worked a lot on, well, hundreds of different projects, mm-hmm. even on the short term. Uh, but when I work on a project for even a longer period of time, every single time where it had the potential, we reached very good results. So very early on, I built great case studies. Mm-hmm. And you mean project is like a client <laughs> coming to you with some products that, and you help him or her whether, scale? Whether it's, yeah, whether it's consulting, right, on how to run their advertising, whether it was uh, fixing their... SEO or fixing their metadata issues, which were the mm-hmm. main issues, and that helped them grow their sales. Whether what was weekly or monthly advertising management to grow the brand, because most of the sellers here in Lithuania, they're, uh, they're manufacturers. They upload their products and they expect things to happen. So when I applied the knowledge that I learned uh, myself 
from the past few years, it uh, quickly helped me gather uh, solid case studies. And since it's a small country, everybody likes uh, a young face, a new face in the media. I started speaking in uh, various business events, started speaking in uh, like sales formula, e-commerce events about Amazon and my main I'm mission and my main goal. How, because yeah. this is also like my next question since you started uh, talking about that, right? Like, but no, it's, it's a perfect transition. So you said that you started speaking all of your all of those conferences, right? And that's also how I noticed just checking by some other conferences that I'll be flying to or I checked in the past. I saw your face actually. And I really wonder uh, how did it happen, right? Because you say, yeah, so I just started helping people. And then right away, you are just a speaker on a worldwide conferences. So <laughs> how this transition happened, right? Did you apply or did uh, you met to, uh, got to know like the owner mm -hmm. of the or like the founder of the conference? How did it happen? So I can honestly say I have never applied to any conference or a podcast per se. Um, I know that you can definitely apply like to go to Prosper and speak there. You can yep. apply to, to a lot of conferences. Um, for me, this wasn't the main way to get clients. Um, I, I believe like in the beginning, my issue wasn't that I didn't have enough clients. My issue was I didn't have enough time or I was working on too small of a project. At this moment, for example, I only rarely consult and I only consult in cases where I see interest just because most of my time is going into running the agency with uh, dozens of brands. Um, but uh, I actually began speaking in Lithuania very early on, only after a couple of months since I kind of appeared in the media. Uh, different event organizers, they wanted to of teach people about e-commerce, right? And let's say they organize an event about Amazon, eBay, and Etsy, right? And they need three speakers. So they invite myself, they invite somebody else from for Etsy, they invite somebody else for eBay. And I would speak for an hour. Uh, <laughs> at, at, at one event, Business Star, that, that was, I believe, their name. The, initially, I was speaking like for half an hour, an hour. And at one point, they were like, okay, so there's too much interest. We have to we, we want to have more of you. So there was a couple of events where I spoke for three, four hours, just oh, wow. about like, you know, what yeah. we're doing to grow businesses on Amazon. And it did see quite a lot of success. It saw good media coverage. And yeah, that's uh, how you though, probably also got a lot of um, clients from, right? Uh, I mean, since you were not necessarily, like it's, it's okay. more, the conferences are more top funnel marketing, if, if so to mm -hmm. say, my goal was never not necessarily to get clients because, um, uh, I built good case studies and good clients early on. And mm -hmm. my goal is to educate the public because I'm looking 10 years into the future. And yeah. if, uh, I want to grow my business, uh, like I'm growing my business worldwide, but if I want to have good quality clients from Lithuania, if we want to have good talent here from Lithuania, I have to work on the market. So I started writing articles on the, some, some of the biggest, uh, news media in the country on how to sell on Amazon. What top, what things kind of interest could interest the general public, the uh, manufacturers to begin looking into this niche? I began writing a lot of posts, technical posts, actionable posts on, you know, what we're doing when managing Amazon accounts on our Facebook group. Uh, I very quickly uh, took over that group as an admin uh, and developed the community. We organized meetups. 
And so a lot of it kind of just pulled together and people started noticing in Lithuania the popularity of Amazon uh, in Lithuania in the past, since 2018, it grew quite rapidly. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that a lot of it was due to my efforts to kind of engage that community and uh, educate it. I even launched mm-hmm. uh, several Amazon courses in Lithuanian. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. uh, they're, they were quite, uh, relatively speaking, cheaply priced compared to some of the international po- uh, courses. Because my goal, again, it wasn't to make as much money as possible from this market. My goal was to educate the market, educate the public. Right now, those courses are free. And manufacturers, okay. when they hire a new person to work on their Amazon business, they give them my course to watch. That person watches the course, learns, and works on that uh, on that brand. So it was more helping educate the Lithuania public. And in the meantime, while I was trying to give as much as possible, obviously some of it came back as clients. Some of it came back as, uh, you know, I was on TV, I was on on radio, multiple radio stations, you know, all over, (laughs) all over the media, newspapers, et cetera. Uh, But it's all fancy PR. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, it's just, just marketing. And even though I didn't pay for any of it, naturally happens when people are interested in the topic and so totally. it kind of gave more clients and uh, understanding about the markets of amazon itself mm-hmm. definitely like creating like a free value and educate people like this is just it's just great because you provide a lot of value mm-hmm. it's a nice case study also people trust you and that's probably how you also got invited more and more to the conferences so yeah sure all like really accumulate this really nice snowball effect uh, eventually and lead to the position where you're right now with AM- amzbs mm-hmm. that will jump in a moment but we, before i just wanted to ask you one more question since you are 24. I'm. Uh, I'm. I just turned uh, 25. So, um, congratulations. I think. I think I. I have very similar story to you because I also started computer science, like studying. Um, I'm actually still still a student. I haven't finished. I just didn't drop out. Um, but uh, with my agency, I mean, it's a tech agency, uh, also related to like Amazon, but we just build software tools. Um, but yeah, basically I learned to code and then at some point I stopped to code. Now I'm fully into managing the team, doing actually growth techniques, uh, acquiring new clients. And I really wonder how is your story with uh, programming? Did you actually have a chance to start uh, at all? Or... No. So <laughs> I, I was going to additional programming classes like outside of school to other schools uh, when I was in, in high school. Um, mm-hmm. So I know how to program in multiple different languages, but I never actually worked on any real project like okay. that. Uh, I was just, it started as quickly as it, as it began, just because Amazon took over my life. Because programming was always the plan A and Amazon was the plan yeah. B. And very quickly, Amazon became plan A. Sure. So eventually also drop out from university, right? Yeah, it was uh, after after the first semester, after oh, wow. two failed exams, because I simply didn't have the time to even yeah. study. I was literally working all the time day and night on, on Amazon. Uh, I, I was sitting in a three-hour mathematical analysis lecture. <laughs> I was sitting there and thinking, what more um, uh, ROI... Uh, you know, what more ROI friendly activity could I do, uh, you know, compared to sitting in this class? Because I'm sitting yeah. there writing absolutely every single uh, thing that the professor writes on the board. And to, to, in my head, it's like, 
I'm already making double or triple what uh, I could <laughs> in this profession after I finish university. Yeah. Yeah. Is this really the right path for me? Uh, when my clients were asking for more time, my clients were asking for, you know, can I work on their brand for a bit more? Can I kind of take on this project? And I s found myself saying no more often than yes, even though I still had this chunk of time that I'm dedicated to university life, to my, you know, yeah. door mates and, and, and stuff like that, the whole vibe. And it just didn't make sense. Totally. I, I fully understand. I mean, this is also how it kind of happened to me, right? That at some point I just stopped really participating into the lectures and everything since I started freelancing, had a part-time job. So it was all around about programming back then. Mm -hmm. And then I started agency since I had so many, free, um, like as a freelancer, I had so many clients. So I started also hiring and dedicated um, this uh, to other team members. So basically I also did this calculation and my head is like, okay, but so why would I even finish the uni, right? To get the paper, to apply to some job, but to I already hired. have a client, right? I already have a client, so I don't need it. I'm already coding, so, and I'm learning a lot while doing it, right? So I, people, I fully people understand. Say, people say that those who cannot finish their degree, they create a, a job for themselves. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's that's a good, good one. So I fully agree. So that's actually... Crazy story. Since you actually were studying really also, I would say, high paley, um, I mean, you could land like a very high paley job, right? But then you took a risk and you actually decided to go into the uh, agency world and, and start AMZBs. So now let's talk about AMZBs. Um, mm -hmm. First of all, if you could introduce it, I mean, already you said that it's Amazon agency, right? You're serving clients from all around the world. However, is it actually... Um, that you scale brands more from Lithuania or Europe to US or the other way around or the other way around or how is it? Uh, we work on a, a lot of different situations. We do have clients from Lithuania, uh, but majority of our clients right now, they're from US, Germany, UK, uh, except for Canada, uh, Germany, well, not Germany, uh, Norway, Sweden, just all around. Um, <clears throat> We do full account management, right? The growing, the scaling, the marketing, the advertising, pretty much everything that's needed. Most of our clients, they are manufacturers, they are retailers, they have their brands, they sell in retail, they want to go to Amazon or they sell in retail and they sell on Amazon, right? Most of our clients, for most of our clients, Amazon is one of the channels. And uh, in a lot of cases, it doesn't make sense to hire and, and train and maintain an entire team to work on the Amazon business. That's where we come in with our expertise of years and, and uh, millions of dollars spent on advertising, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars revenue kind of created from, from nothing on Amazon. That's where we come in. Uh, so we're technically the team people hire to grow their brand to its full potential, whether it's expanding from US to Europe, whether it's from Europe to US, whether it's strictly growing on the US market. Uh, this is what we do. And uh, one of one of more interesting cases is uh, in, in 2020, I uh, started working with a brand. And they were doing $50,000 $50, a month on Amazon. But mm -hmm. it's a real world brand. It's uh, uh, not Amazon brand, right? It's a product that's invented, patented, and brought to the market uh, for people to enjoy. And last year, we did $30 million in revenue oh, wow. with 38% profit. Right. It's crazy. And it's still it's still the same brand, it's still the same product. 
still the, mm -hmm. like there are more what, what, more variations of that product but still the same product and what, what was the secret actually to such a success oh, of helping no this brand just every everything <laughs> everything was done by the book and the way it should be done like and the product had the potential to get to the best sellers of the main category because we you know you build the fundamentals right you have the right product you have the right backing because a lot of the cases it you know when we fail we fail because there wasn't the right backing from our partners or there wasn't enough product there wasn't enough capital uh the product didn't work well etc cetera, etc cetera, right that's the the main reasons that you know or it's too competitive on amazon and we don't have the money to compete yeah um so everything and exactly fits well together Speaking of what you said, right, it's uh, more competitive and then there, there are certain budgets to actually help uh, brand mm -hmm. scale. What do you think, um, if you actually go back those years um, in Amazon, right, how did it change when it comes to being, like, is it more competitive right now? Is it much harder right now to scale the brand? Do When the brands comes to you, uh, do they require more budgets than previously? How did you ch actually see this whole um process of changing of Amazon mm -hmm. over last years? It's, it's, it's hard to say from the point that generally the clients that we accept to the agency now, they generally are, uh, you know, they have more capital, right? They are in a lot better place than clients that we would have accepted, you know, let's say two, three years ago. Uh, but overall, even for current clients, when we launch new brands, we find that it is more expensive uh it is harder to launch with smaller budgets uh if the product isn't perfect and the infographics the visuals the premium a plus content if everything isn't done exactly right uh the advertising costs are crazy okay. uh where we can afford it the, the way we launch a new product now we invest twenty thousand dollars into a new product launch like the content everything plus advertising uh basically going into negative until we generate money uh, mm -hmm. In products that are, are specifically like for Q4, we launch in the beginning of summer, and every single month we invest one or two thousand dollars into the negative, right? So the advertising cost, mm -hmm. it's more than even the product generally returns. We're focusing on ranking and pushing the product as hard as possible for, through all the different channels until Q4 comes, and that's when we make the money back plus get the additional boost. So the brands that have yeah. more money they are able to continuously invest the money into a new product, competing with new sellers, right? And not even make any money because they have the capital to allow them to push away other new sellers and get in, uh, in, in the rankings with the, with the big boards. So the way we Very see Amazon now, it's, you know, in 2015, 2016, it was like, um, you know, a children's sandbox. And everybody's playing with their small little fancy trucks, you know, and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, a bigger kid might come in with his bigger trucks or, or a smaller kid comes in with his smaller trucks. Uh, 2023, 2024, it's like a huge crater of, you know, those massive uh, machines oh, yeah. with yeah. the <laughs> and uh, also now, tractors, right? It's huge difference. Definitely. Also now I think it's super competitive because of all of the software around that. I mean, especially all of the reprices, it's, it's crazy. I mean, even we've built some reprices in the past but like very simple ones and now when i see the market all of the it's a lot SAS, more complex so, like the software as solutions which are there with the ai with everything it, it's crazy really I, i've seen uh, crazy rules of repricing also seasonality 
now it actually I can recognize that. So uh, it will reprice the item differently. Also, to for example, uh, last time I think I saw one repricer that what it does is uh, it reprice item a little bit higher. So it allows competitor items to be sold as fast as possible, and then um, I think they change the price, they put the stock, and they sell much more. So I know there are a yeah. lot of different reprices. So uh, speaking of this, I think it's also like much more competitive than in the past. I mean, um, it, nonetheless, like it's it's still possible to launch a new brand with technically mm -hmm. comparatively smaller budgets. Uh, it's just harder to find the niche that isn't exactly. yet fully properly filled. And there are still That's actually... dozens of those niches, but <laughs> it's so more... Actually, when, when, when client comes to you, um, because you said there's, there's a market manufacturers uh, that already have products and they would love to put them to Amazon. So I can see that, that sometimes it might be not possible, right, with their budget, since they already have products and they want to put them. And last time I had Brandon Young here, from uh, Seller Systems, um, and he told me, because I asked him, what do you think that, like, I'm thinking about one product, um, actually, this will be like um, hardware with a software product that counts um, Amazon orders, and what do you think I've put it to Amazon? And he actually said very nice thing that what I, what I should do is I should put it like on Shopify store and just uh, promote it, for example, on YouTube, like for the ads and so on, that I shouldn't put it to Amazon because Amazon works the other way around. It's not you putting product there. It's more like you find the demand. So you do all of the research and then you launch the product, right? So I really wonder what's the situation with the clients then. If they go, they don't have enough budget and they want to enter an Amazon marketplace in a very competitive niche, what do you do? So... This might not come as a shocking surprise, but we say no more often than we say yes, right? Okay. For for a hundred client for a hundred potential clients that come to us, we usually say no to like eighty five, ninety of them. Oh wow! Uh, because it just doesn't fit the Amazon model. In some cases, mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense to invest the money into that product on Amazon. Yeah, Shopify might be an option, or just not going there might be also a good option. Uh, we, we often receive uh, gifts, bottles of wine, champagne, and, and, uh, and, uh, and, and things like that to, to the office when uh, somebody from our team uh, helps our client make a decision not to invest tens of thousands or hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars just because it doesn't make sense. Uh, so awesome. because our yeah. goal is to create the partnerships and brands that work long-term. We don't take mm -hmm. on projects for three, four, even six months. We work with clients for years, for five years, mm -hmm. for, for six years, eight years, etc. And that, that's our plan. So with that in mind, that's how we select who we accept into the agency, who we partner with um, and who we begin working with. Because mm -hmm. if, the, um, if, the pro if there's no product market fit or if there's no brand market fit, right? We don't have enough capital. Uh, the competition is too fierce. Our product doesn't have enough UPCs. Uh, it's just... You know, it's a waste of clients' money. It's a waste of our time and resources because we still uh, have to choose who we work with. We are not uh, a 500-people agency with unlimited capacity. We do have a limited capacity, and that's how I like to keep my agency lean and thin. Uh, but it helps us where it fits, where the model fits, where we can create win-win-win situations. Uh, the, re the results speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. So... More often than not, we say no. And uh, speaking of Brandon Yang, like we do use the data dive, his uh, his software, 
to help identify whether it is a good fit or not. Um, exactly. I wanted to actually ask about the process. So how does it, how is it when the new client approach you and they actually want to start collaborating with you, right? So you said that you have the software data dive to actually first check if there's even a potential or how, how does it work? So, well, first we jump on a call and learn everything, obviously. And uh, then if they're not yet selling on Amazon, that's exactly how it goes, right? We do the American analysis. We work with data dive, Helium 10, overall look into the market itself, look at the cost per clicks, look at the, you know, all this branded searches, etc. what's in the market. We create <laughs> our internal audits. We look at the market and see, right, okay, what would we actually take to conquer this market? And does our potential partner have that? If they have that, that's awesome. We talk through those points and we move on. Uh, if they don't have that, we either try to solve it, explain the risks to them. In some cases, we see, you know, let's say 60, 70% chance of failure. And that's what we present to the potential partner. Mm -hmm. And uh, we explain to them that majority of their investment can be burned just because the market is incredibly competitive and their product doesn't have that unique selling point. Very rarely we accept cases like this. So basically it's a lot of market research analysis to make sure that the product does fit the market. There is a need for a specific product, or even if there isn't additional needs, the client's budget is enough and not just budget. Not, we're not talking just about money. We're also talking about human resources from their part. Can they deliver enough inventory? Can they, do they have a creative enough marketing department to kind of work mm -hmm. on the product? We do, we're the ones who are creating the infographics, the visuals. We have our own creative directors for that, the copy, et cetera, but we still need input from, uh, from our partners. So if they have everything that what it takes, there might make sense uh, to take that risk because if the client is a, you know, a hundred year old company with uh, multi-million dollar budgets, um, it's a lot different conversation than we have a small family owned business that wants to begin with 50 or, or, or $20,000. Yeah, totally. Now that that's very interesting. And, and I, I really like it also regarding different marketplaces. Do you offer it right now? Do you also help um, sellers to scale on different marketplaces mm -hmm. or is it just Amazon? Uh, just Amazon. So for our agency clients, we work with Walmart as well, but we don't offer that mm -hmm. service for others. It's just for when there's okay. a need, but so you have like a partner for Walmart or? Oh, no, no. We, we manage it ourselves. Oh, you, you did one that. Of, one awesome. of our senior senior account executives uh, really wanted to, to learn Walmart. And we had that need from a couple of our bigger clients. So we kind of worked into that uh, platform to help kind of our clients not hire another agency with the whole hassle and, and, and management. Um, but my focus as the business person um, is just on Amazon. And okay. uh, it might come as a surprise, but we don't sell on Amazon ourselves. Like I've yeah. never sold an Amazon myself. And um, something I learned from my, from my father is uh, keep the focus and don't lose the main focus because you mean you never sold on Walmart on your own or Amazon, oh, but you, I mean, you help your family, right? Yes. Yeah. But it's not my business. Okay. Okay. It's, it's not, it's, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a seller. Yeah. I, I, I'm an account manager. Uh, because what this mindset does, it helps, uh, first of all, keep the focus on our clients, obviously, 
But more importantly, it helps us develop in the area we are already very good at and continue growing in that area. Because our partners take over the seller side. They take over the, the sourcing, the product development. They take over the logistics side, the, the, the taxes, the VATs, the compliance side. We don't need we don't need to learn these mm -hmm. things. So it's better for us to invest that time into advertising, into new things that Amazon is constantly changing, which is a lot of them. Um, and with that focus, we're able to provide those exceptional results. Uh, if we were selling ourselves, uh, what would happen? Or, or what does happen in other agencies? Uh, the team has more incentive to work and research their own brands rather yeah. than their partners. So it was the focus. I, I fully understand and agree. I mean, that's why we focused down and picked on Amazon and other marketplaces mm -hmm. and developed a software around that. Because before that, we are doing it so many industries and it was just it's extremely hard to be an expert, not only in software, but also in the industry. So I, I, I really understand that. Inch wide, mile deep. Yeah. So now as a CEO and a founder, I really wanted to ask you also about like a five or 10 year vision, like what's on your roadmap um, and for the AMZBs. So do you pr want to scale it further to different countries or as I said, maybe consider other mar marketplace in the future, maybe to develop some software. I really wonder if, if this is of course not a secret. Uh, so we do have our own vision. I'm not going to dive into the actual numbers of that. Um, but uh, we're going to be focusing on Amazon. Like we're not going to Shopify, we're not going to other platforms, we're not going to begin Google advertising, just strictly Amazon with Walmart as a side uh, as a side business to our clients. Continue focusing on the content, the copywriting, the design, the marketing, that area is also mm -hmm. on us. We might expand our services for Amazon. Uh, we don't have plans to develop a software in our vision mainly because we still I still keep on that point of focus because developing software it's a whole new other area oh yeah it's a lot different company it's a whole different <laughs> company so the question is are you in uh, are you a marketing agency or are you a software agency like wh what's what do you do if you split your folk if you're splitting the focus you either have to be very big uh, or uh, you're just splitting your very uh you're splitting your focus yeah. where it could be work on your clients and there's definitely plenty of solutions in the end companies in the market that create softwares or always have great softwares that you can work with and you know incorporate totally. into the system perfect great thank you clyde as that was really nice uh interview slash podcast that we had uh just one more last thing if you could share uh, with the audience where people can uh, reach out to you with some questions and where people can find AMZBs. Uh, ideally, if you want to reach out to me, just follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Clyde Shupis. Uh, we might have some links somewhere, probably. So follow me yeah, on LinkedIn. I'll put them also in the yeah, description. I, so. I, I post on LinkedIn quite often, multiple times a week. If you want to follow AMZBs, uh, we post our team stuff on Instagram. Uh, and if you think... Uh, you can become our client or partner if you want to talk and scale your brand. Go to our website, amazbees.com, fill in the application, and my team will reach out. Awesome. Thank you, Clydes. That was great to Thank have you, you here. Bye-bye.